broadcasting direct from somewhere in the core of cyberspace. You are listening to the J2 Podcast. Technical difficulties, guys? Nah, we're just uh, working some of the bugs out of the system. With your host, Justin Wilson, covering topics such as networking, internet provider news, Every 12-year-old kid in Miami has one. And everything in between. All systems ready. Hello, this is Justin, and uh, today we're talking about routing registries a little. i uh, kind of been getting back into the swing of things of uh, doing some recordings, and as I was doing a little work, I was taking a break and uh, figured I'd talk about routing registries, which is uh, kind of what I've been doing uh, most of the afternoon, so it's kind of fresh in my mind. Uh, so let's let's talk about them. Uh, they're kind of a mystery to many folks. Uh, some uh, some of you have probably read upon them. Your upstream providers have probably asked you for your AS sets. Um, we're going to talk about all that here. So before we get into routing registries, let's talk about how. Um, prefixes get announced to upstream peers and you know things like that so say you're an isp you have an asn and you have your own ip blocks uh, so when you buy transit from somebody cogent hurricane electric whatever or if you peer with somebody on an internet exchange or just you know a private peer you want to be able to exchange that ip information with them so how do you do that well Typically, what happens is you craft a letter um, on your company letterhead that says, I'm responsible for these IP addresses. Uh, they can come from this, uh, this particular ASN. Uh, please allow them. So you send that off, and that's, that's an official request. Uh, that way it's documented. Um, you know, this, you, you got to keep in mind, this is kind of from the dark days of the internet a little, you know, no one really knew who, who everybody was. So if you, you know, if you got a request from somebody, you wanted it to be official. And so that's kind of carried over. So, uh, what happens is they get that request and the upstream or the peer or whomever uh, is supposed to do their own due diligence. They're supposed to go query, uh, say, the Aaron database. And since I'm in the Aaron region, we'll kind of concentrate on Aaron a little. So they're supposed to query the Aaron database and make sure you actually are able to... Um, you know, advertise those prefixes. You're the one who owns them. Now, we, we never really own IP addresses because they're allocated by Aaron, unless you're pre-Aaron IP space, but, you know, that's a whole other thing. So, they're supposed to do that due diligence, make sure that you, you do have the ability to, or the rights to uh, advertise those blocks. So then once they've they felt comfortable with that, they go into their routers and they allow you to um or they they do prefix filters or you know address lists or whatever the router calls them to be able to allow those to be received from you. So you advertise them to them. They're supposed to have filters that only accept things that they know about. That's that's best practice. 
So they go in, they add these prefixes to their their filters, and then you know they accept them at that point. Now what they do is they turn around and send that paperwork to their peers. Um, so you know whoever they are peered with, and that peer is supposed to do their own due diligence. They go through the same process, make sure, you know, it is legit. Um, you know, it's, it's tied to the, the proper people and so on. So this, this becomes a very manual process. So now comes routing registries. They're supposed to automate this process. So what, what is this routing registry? So it's a database that has objects inside of it. And you are supposed to be able to update these objects and they get pushed out to your peers. So there's, there's four main objects that you deal with in a routing registry. You do a maintainer object. This maintainer object is the equivalent of a user account. Um, the maintainer object is responsible for maintaining, duh, maintaining the, the objects in the database. So you create this first. From there, you create an autonomous system number object, and this just represents your your ASN, um, your contact information, and your routing policy. You know, are you open uh, to anybody to peer with you? Do you have to have certain requirements for them to peer with you? That sort of thing. Now, the next one is very similar, but there's a little bit of difference. The next one is your AS set object. And so this includes your auto autonomous system number and any of your downstream peers. So the difference between this one and the last one is this is designed to make this whole thing scalable. So say you have 50 peers um, below you, you can add them to this AS set. And now when you, um, when some one queries the database, they they get all of this information. These 50 peers have hopefully, you know, because they have their own um, AS sets and, you know, objects in the database, they've all updated it. So as you can see, this this starts to grow, you know, with, with one or two, uh, it's, it's not that big of a deal. Now, your your last thing is your route objects. Um, you have route and route six objects. This is your actual prefixes that you are um, you own or, or are responsible for the ones that you get from from Aaron or are in your Aaron account. So we have our maintainer, we have our autonomous number, we have our AS set, and we have our route objects. So you combine all of those together and you can see it starts to become very scalable because without route objects and route registries, you are, it's a very manual process. So now by adding this in, and for lack of a better term, you know, your your upstreams and anybody else who supports routing registries uh, subscribe to your um, to your objects. So they they go out and they read them as you update them. And when people when we start talking about these people say, well, you know, I see a lot of uh, thing for fraud there. 
Well, not really. So when you create a maintainer object, you have um, an MT5 hash that, that is accepted. And that's kind of the security key. So that's that's something, you know, just like a password, you you guard that pretty, pretty heavily. So anytime you um, make changes to your objects, you are doing the plain text of that MT5 hash. So you're sending the plain text. It checks it against the MD5 hash and makes sure it's OK before it makes any changes. So. The other check and balance, especially with Aaron, is when you um, you know make a change, especially with a route object, it goes out and makes sure in the Aaron database that 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 prefix is attached to your account. So you just can't you know grab Microsoft's prefixes because Aaron will automatically check and so oh those are not in this organization ID. They belong to Microsoft's organization ID. That's not going to happen. And there's some other, you know, kind of human checks and balances. You get an automated email that says, hey, we see something was was changed um, regarding your um, your assets. And so there's there's a little bit of that going on. So I've done several articles on routing registries. Uh, I've talked about them in various presentations. So in this uh, this blog post, I'm going to paste and you know copy in a bunch of uh, older articles, some links. So there's going to be a lot of information on routing registries. So I, I hope you guys have kind of found this a little helpful. And thanks for listening.